Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 190 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. In today's episode, I will briefly be going over the rises and the fallers on the Football Index stock market. And there are quite a few big rises today. Um, Bukayo Saka is the main one in particular. He's up 55p to £4.79 after another good performance last night for Arsenal against Leicester City in that 1-1 draw. Um, So he played on the right wing and he's been playing on the wing in Arsenal's most recent games, either the left or the right. Prior to that, he had played most of the season for Arsenal at left-back. Um, but now Kieran Tierney's back, he's been playing on the wing, further forward. And he has been playing really well. He's provided a load of assists this season in the Europa League and the Premier League and a few other cup competitions altogether. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's a really fast player, very skillful. He's good on the ball, good vision, he's good at passing. So there's quite a lot of going for him. Um, and Mikel Arteta has been talking quite highly of him lately, saying how he's got big plans for him for the future as well. And I think the main reason why he's risen now is just due to the huge rises in the likes of Sancho, Greenwood, Foden. And there's definitely a dominant market trend towards these young English players at the moment. Certainly a lot of recency bias going on. There's a lot of momentum in the market due to the impending dividend increase. And of course, there's just um, people not wanting to miss out on these rises. So a bit of fear of missing out going on. I think what's happening more than anything is that some of these players are maybe increasing a little bit due to their good performances. And then because they've increased a little bit, which may be more rational because you need more information really to make your decision on a player. And every sort of game that a player, a young player has, um, you sort of get a better approximation of their value. And so their price might increase, which makes sense to me. But then what doesn't really, well, it makes sense, but it's less rational is that people then see that initial rise and want to get on it. And so there's, the whole case of the fear of missing out and uh, a lot of hype and excitement and uh, some sort of reasons that maybe don't relate to the player's value, leading to their price increasing even further. And that can lead to some of these young English players becoming overpriced. I think some of them will continue to grow. And there is a lot of reasons and arguments for these players being great value on the platform as they've got potential to improve their matchday dividends in the future. And of course, media dividends being English, that's a main uh, reason why they could earn media dividends in the future if they continue to play well. But overall, my opinion is Jaden Sancho has proven himself as a player who can earn both match day and media dividends. He's now at a very high price at £14. Uh, not saying that he's expensive or not value or anything, because personally I think he is value. Uh, well, I think he's decent value anyway. Um, and I think that just sets the bar really high for some of these other young English players. But I think in terms of ratios, a lot of them aren't going to return anywhere near as much as Sancho over the next few seasons. We'll have to wait and see. It's a difficult one because there is so many young English players that are really good. And the thing is with them, they can't all break into that England starting eleven and be the main player earning match the immediate dividends often. Um, a lot of them aren't going to continue to improve as expected. Well, at least not as much. They're not all going to become the best players in the world. And there is quite a few who have had really good seasons and maybe haven't been in such good form lately and they haven't risen so much. So 
I don't know, players like Reese James, perhaps, at Chelsea. I've seen him a few times. And to be honest, I don't hold any of these players. There's no sort of agenda for me. Uh, these are just generally my uh, views. I think I've got 50 Greenwood still. I've mentioned him a few times. Um, and then there's like Curtis Jones as well. He's up 8p to 3.51. Still got a few shares in him. But again, I just think he really suits this market trend well. And even though I've watched him plenty of times in the UEFA Youth League and he's played really well for Liverpool when he has played and he scored some cracking goals, still think at £3.51, it's a big risk in many ways. I mean, he's earned media dividends this season, but as I say, not all these players are going to make it. And I've always been in favour of a player like Curtis Jones. But the thing is, even though I've always rated him so highly and always said that he's going to be a quality player and so on, players' prices don't keep on growing forever. And that's the main thing which I'm kind of trying to express in a lot of these podcasts is that some of these players, as good as they may be, and as good a chance that they have of their match day and media dividends returning, um, it improving in the future a considerable amount, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good value because their prices can already be built up on that assumption. And if everyone buys into a player based on the same assumption, and then that assumption doesn't actually come true or they don't return as much as expected and the market paradigm shifts the way in which people value players starts to shift and there isn't a dominant trend towards certain players money's going to come out of these players that have increased huge amounts recently or at least the spreads are going to widen considerably and so we really have to be careful and i'm not saying that we shouldn't buy these young quality english players i think a lot of them are good value and will certainly rise further in the short term especially with the dividend increase tomorrow but with all that being said it doesn't necessarily mean that they're great value um, as longer term holds and timing as always is going to be key and I think there will be some losers from this current trend as well so moving on to some other risers then Phil Foden who really suits this trend is up 22 pounds to £8.00 27 Christian Pulisic he's been in really good form lately he's up 18p to £3.76 Bruno Fernandes up further 11p to £11.36 and Kevin De Bruyne up 10p to £4.93 so quite a few rises today another player actually worth mentioning quickly is Ryan Brewster because he's risen quite a bit over the last couple of weeks watched him at the weekend his full game for Swansea against Wednesday as I'm a Wednesday fan and I did keep a really close eye on Brewster and well, his movement in the box was very good and he attacked the goal really well to get his, uh, he, he did score in that game. It was a good finish. He took one free kick that went like 30 yards over and like the commentators were like taking the piss out of him uh, because it was that bad. Um, but other than that, he didn't really do anything and I really didn't notice him much. I think because he is a centre forward that kind of just gets in and around the box and gets tap-ins and doesn't score spectacular goals or he doesn't really run and dribble past players very often or create great chances. I can't see him suiting the PB matrix very well um, and I certainly can't see him playing very much for Liverpool in the future. My prediction on Ryan Brewster is that he'll end up at a mid-table Premier League side and maybe get a few goals each season. I don't know. That's a that's just a prediction of one game. So, as I've said in past uh, podcasts, we really shouldn't judge players on one game either. And I try not to do that, but I just thought I'd share my views quickly on him having watched his full game of the weekend. Um, but I do find it interesting how players always rise in price, even if they haven't had actually the best game, but just because they've like got a goal. Um, because a goal isn't always the best indicator of a player's potential to earn dividends in the future. But again, that just ties into the hype and... And yeah, the other thing with hype is like you can make great money from buying into players um, with hype. 
And that can be a really good trading strategy. Um, I've done it plenty of times in the past. I've not really been doing it so much at the minute. Maybe I probably should. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so sort of against it at the moment. I don't know. Uh, but ultimately, it, these podcasts are kind of, I don't know, maybe more of a warning to suggest that some of these players could, could drop in the future. I have a very sort of conservative, low-risk trading strategy in general. So maybe that's why. But yeah, in terms of decreases, there's a few players dropping. Memphis Depay is down 7p to £4.66. Joao Felix down 5p to £3.66 as well. And then on the squad list, William, he's played really well lately. Been earning plenty of matchday dividends. He's up 6p to £1.14. He'll probably get a transfer this summer and possibly in some media dividends as well. And then there's not really many players dropping. But in general, um, I think it's really exciting times for Football Index at the moment. And just looking at so many players in my own portfolio and on the squad list, there's so many players that I'm really genuinely confident will return their price over the next two or three seasons. Like, regardless of this um, career dividends, I, I just think there's a lot of players that will return their price over the next three seasons alone. Maybe even like just next season. It's happened before. I've held players who have done this, so it's definitely possible. Um, and I'm talking about young players as well. I'm not just talking about these older players. There's 20-year-olds on the platform right now that will return their price next season and the season after. So it's definitely worth considering. Um, a lot of the players that are expensive and are, well, not expensive, but at higher prices have been rising at the moment. I expect that to continue for another few weeks. But then I still think there will be a time when money starts to shift into the lower end. Rafael Leal, I've been banging on about him for weeks now. Posted about him on Football Index Club a few times. Scored another goal last night. That's three goals in his last 109 minutes. I've got a decent holding in him. So, you know, I don't want to pump him too much, but I just find it amazing players like him who have spreads where their instant sale price is like £1.04. pence. Um, such good value, in my opinion. A, a player who's going to get more game time next season but he's under the radar. He's only 20 years old. Eight goals last season in league earn at 19. Not played that much this season because Latin Ibrahimovic is just an absolute beast. And obviously, he's going to be starting up front um, while alongside Andrebic, who's been in pretty good form this season as well. But there's so many players in other leagues that maybe aren't English, but are young and have a lot of potential to improve and are maybe going to be playing more often in the future. Oscar Rodriguez, another one, I'm really highly rate. I think he's going to get plenty of goals and assists in the future. Uh, I've been talking about these two players with Oscar recently, who's on the podcast. And I really do think there's a lot of other players out there like these two. And I don't even hold, they're not even like my biggest holds. There's other players that I have plenty more shares in, um, which I won't mention. Maybe I'll post about one day in the future. I don't know. There's plenty of players that I don't hold. I'd say the majority of players, in fact, which I think are great value, I probably don't hold because, to be honest, there's that many players. There really is. I think there's probably, I don't know, hundreds of players at the minute that I think are really, really good value on the market. And I think there's many that are being neglected. And I think this dividend increase is just going to make them look unbelievable value because I already think there's plenty that look really good value. And when I talk about value, I mean players that are going to actually return their price over the next few seasons and then you can sell them for a much higher price and they're still young. So anyway, with all of that being said, there is really great opportunities throughout the market at the moment. I'm really excited for the dividend increase tomorrow. I think it's going to be 50 to 75%. I think that's my most recent uh, prediction, given what Adam Cole has been saying lately. But it's going to be really exciting. Hopefully we'll see plenty of rockets, both on the timelines on Facebook and Twitter. 
and I hope everyone listening has a huge couple of days with their portfolios rising. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I hope you have a great, very nice rest of your week.